Good day, my friends, and welcome to that moment. <laughs> yes, that Black History moment with Bo. That moment that you might not like the things that I say, but you will have to agree with them because truth will always find a way to satisfy your heart. And I hope today has been or is going to be a great day for your world. The people that's in your world that love you and that you love. And I hope you're finished trying to please the people that you love. And instead, put your attention on the people that love you. But keep in mind, please, that no matter what you do, someone won't be pleased. Someone will think your choices are wrong and you'll always have those that will tell you what you should and should not do. And no matter which path you take, someone will seem to be doing better. Someone will have more than you and someone's life may look more impressive on paper. But if you're going to be true to yourself, None of that will matter because you'll have something more satisfying than approval and the illusion of success. A life that feels right for you based on your own wants, needs, values, and priorities. And hey, don't regret your past. Just regret the time you've wasted on the wrong people. And that being said, let's slip into the darkness and I'll tell you about a bad man. They, they called him the human tugboat because this sailor pulled a life raft through shark-infested waters to save his shipmates. When three Japanese destroyers attacked the USS Gregory as it sailed off the coast of the Solomon Islands in September 1942, a black cook from the ship plunged into shark-infested waters and with a rope tied around his waist, swam for eight hours dragging a lifeboat full of injured shipmates away from Japanese territory. It was an act of bravery for which his shipmates thought Petty Officer First Class Charles Jackson French deserved the Medal of Honor. Instead, the Navy sent him a nice letter. Charles French was born on September the 25th, 1919 in Foreman, Arkansas. After the death of his parents, he lived with his older sister, Viola, in Omaha, Nebraska. There, French enlisted in the U.S. Navy in 1937 and served four years. He received an honorable discharge on November 11, 1941, but re-enlisted after Pearl Harbor. French was assigned to the mess kitchen as an attendant along with stevedore and steward mess attendance was one of the few occupations open to african-american men in the navy now here's the thing newspapers and comic books of the time wrote of french's extraordinary bravery and heroism his story as the one man human tugboat has largely been forgotten 
among those who never forgot was his white shipmates. Ensign Robert Adrian, a white graduate of the U.S. Navy Academy and veteran of the Guadalcanal Tulegi landings, was among the first to come forward to share how French risked his life for his fellow wounded shipmates. It was a moonless night on September 4th, 1942, and the USS Gregory, a destroyer training ship, had just delivered a Marine Raider battalion at Salvo Island. Flanked by its sister transport ship, the USS Little, the Gregory chose to stay on patrol a decision that avoided crossing the dangerous channel famously known as Iron Bottom Sound for the number of American battleships sunk there. While returning to his anchorage at Tulagi, disaster struck the Gregory because a passing U.S. Navy aircraft spotted naval gunfire and possibly assuming it was from a Japanese submarine dropped flares nearly on top of the two U.S. Navy transport boats. Silhouetted against the dark sky, the Gregory and the Little immediately came under fire. And that's because they were lit up by a U.S. Navy aircraft. My goodness. A deepening explosion rocked the Gregory, killing everyone on the bridge except... Adrian. The young officer waded into the ocean as his ship began to sink. Adrian found a life raft filled with between 15 and 24 wounded sailors and scrambled aboard. Their raft began drifting toward shore, shore then under the control of the Japanese, and all the sailors had heard stories of the fate of those captured by the Japanese certain torture as a prisoner of war or even death. That's when French, a 22-year-old mess attendant, volunteered to tow the life raft back out to sea. You have to understand, my friends, that during World War II, black and Filipino servicemen were not offered the same jobs as white servicemen unless they were separated into segregated units. French was one of the six black cooks on the Gregory. From the lifeboat, he plunged into the water and started to swim away from shore. He ultimately swam for six to eight hours. And then came the sharks. In the book by Charles Wright, Black Men and Blue Water, French reportedly said, I just kept paddling. And I nearly peed on myself when one of those sharks touched my feet. I just froze and tried to surface and float, get my feet out of the water. There was a whole lot of other folks in the water. Some of them hurt pretty bad. French had learned to swim at eight years old and had been swimming ever since. One of French's relatives told TV station this year that I suspect that's where Jackson learned how to swim in the bayou with all the water moccasins. Eventually, French and the boat neared Guadalcanal, 
where a U.S. ship picked him up. The wounded were whisked away, while French was reportedly told to go over there where the colored boys stay. But his shipmates wouldn't allow it. He is a member of the Gregory's crew, and he damn well will stay right here with the rest of us. His shipmates ordered. And anybody who tries to take him anywhere had better be ready to go general quarters with all of us. So for near on five minutes, there be a standoff. Us covered with oil and grime in our hair and all over our clothes, in our eyes, and then clean masters at arm folks, French told Wright. We must have looked like wild men. He was left alone and ultimately returned to his sister Viola's hometown in Omaha, Nebraska, to a hero's welcome. He appeared before crowds cheering his heroism, and he was named Hero of the Year by the only black newspaper in existence at that time, the Chicago Defender. Now check this out, my friends. His shipmates believed he deserved the Medal of Honor, or at very least the Silver Star. The award that Gregory's commanding officer received after the attack. But the Navy's sole acknowledgement of French's actions came in the form of a letter from Admiral William Halsley Jr., then the commander of the Southern Pacific Fleet which understated French's actions on several points, including putting the length of his swim at two hours rather than the six to eight his shipmates testified to. It was Ensign Robert N. Adrian, the only officer from the bridge of the Gregory who survived, who told the Associated Press about the rescue. He also recounted the narrative on the NBC radio program, it happened in the service. Although Ensign Adrian received the Purple Heart for being wounded in action during the attack, French only received that letter instead of the medal he deserved. French made public appearances after the rescue, including attending a Creighton University football game with his sister in 1942. He was celebrated in the black press and even the subject of a syndicated comic strip. French was also the only African-American to appear on World War II patriotic trading cards issued by Gum and Company. Now, here's the part of this story that really gets to me. After his military service, French suffered from alcoholism and depression. He died in November the 7th, 1956, in San Diego, California, and he was only 37 years old and was survived by his sister Viola. Since 2018, there has been a renewed interest in recognizing Charles French's heroism more appropriately. In June 2021, he was honored by the USA swimming at the Olympics swim trials in Omaha. And later that year, Nebraska's three U.S. representatives, Don Bacon, 
Jeff Fortenberry and Adrian Smith co-sponsored H.R. 4168 to rename Omaha Post Office for French. In addition, Representative Bacon, a retired U.S. Air Force Brigadier General, has petitioned the Navy asking for French to be considered for the Medal of Honor. So there you have it, my friends, the human tugboat. A black man swimming for six to eight hours pulling a raft full of white men. What more do we have to do to receive our true recognition and equality? And I truly believe that if one of those white sailors had jumped into the water and started pulling that tugboat, he would ask French to get out. We could never be enough or do enough. My parents often told me when I was coming up that I had to be better. But it was only in the winter of my years that I realized that better is not enough. So there he is, my friends, Charles Jackson French, the hero of the Solomons and the human tugboat. Rest in peace, my brother, because your story is alive and doing well. And thank you for your military service because no one knows what your life would have been like had you received the recognition that you deserved. Could you have been another Audie Murphy? Could there have been movies made about you? We will never know. We will only know that you were deprived once again by whiteness. But your story is no longer in the darkness because we have brought it to life. And everybody that listens to this story will carry it forward. My friends, it's time for me to get out of here. But before I go, I gotta tell you this. You might not be somebody's first choice, but you are a great choice. You may not be rich, but you are valuable. You don't pretend to be someone that you're not because you are good at being you. And like me, you may not be proud of some of the things that you've done in the past, but you are proud of who you are today. Have a great day, my friends. Until next time, it has been my honor.